everyone. This is episode 491 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, June 29th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll talk about some Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Not Fallen. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Some Awkward, which is a video game, and it's awkward. I played it on the Xbox One, where I also played some Tour de France 2018 and some stuff I can't talk about yet so I'm not going to talk about that but can't believe I'm very close to 500 episodes seems crazy but at the same time this podcast used to be recorded I think Monday through Friday then I threw Friday out and I was like yeah this is too much taking one day off uh in addition to the weekend that'll make it better and I was like nope still can't do it and then I went to a you know what I'm just going to record an episode when I feel like it's scheduled, which meant I could record uh, one after another after another and then take a week break and then record two, then, you know, a few days off. And then it was just, that was a terrible idea. Then I think I went to weekly and finally settled on Monday, Wednesdays, Friday, which I like and started recording video for it as well. Uh, for a period of time, I did smush them all together into a long episode on Sundays in the Pixelated radio feed, but I quickly said, this is a waste of time. Nobody cares. I'm not going to keep doing this. Um, so yeah, here we are, almost 500 episodes in, and people still watch just me, or listen to just me talk to myself. Good on you. You're weird. I don't get you, but I'm weird too, so we can be weird together. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It was entertaining for the most part. I enjoyed Jurassic World more. Chris Pratt is the best part. I really enjoyed him. He's great in the role and has some good jokes. And it's just enjoyable to watch overall. Jeff Goldblum is barely in it. I think we all knew he would probably just be a rapper in the movie. Uh, in the very beginning and the very end in his little whatever the courtroom talking about the uh, you know should we save these dinosaurs or should we let them go um and i wasn't a fan of the young girl actress in the movie because i'm just not a fan of children actors in general i think they usually aren't that great and i'll say that she got better over time but she had some really cringeworthy moments where I'm like oh this is just bad and overall I just I wish we got more of certain things and less of others uh, I'll get slightly spoilery if you uh, are planning on seeing it and don't want any spoilers though I don't think anything I'm going to say is too uh, spoilery that it would ruin your experience I wish there was more with the raptor the raptor is not as big it uh, doesn't have as big of a part in the movie as I was hoping and expected. I was kind of hoping to have part of the movie be a buddy cop movie with Chris Pratt and Blue the Raptor, but that didn't turn out to be the case. Uh, we get a good bit later on in the uh, in the movie with the thing with the hard head. That was kind of amusing. But overall, you have some dinosaurs. <laughs> of course, you have some dinosaurs. You got uh, your bad guys. Of course, they're going to be bad guys. They say, hey, we want to be good guys, but they're actually bad guys. Um, 
You have the the Red Skull's buddy in the the first Avenger, that little guy who also played Capote in one of the Truman Capote movies. Uh, he's in it, and he's got weird teeth and bad hair, and is just chewing up the scenery. It is okay. Was it enjoyable? Sure. It it had plenty of great moments. Had a lot of stupid things that you just have to be like, okay, this is a movie. Of course, this is the way it's going to work out. Um, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed the first world movie more. My ranking for Jurassic Park movies would be one Lost World, which I love. I don't I don't just have like Jurassic Park as like this amazing movie and everything else is like, eh. I love the Lost World. Come at me. Come at me. Love the Lost World. Then I would put Jurassic World. And then probably Fallen Kingdom and 3. I don't remember liking 3. I rewatched it maybe a year ago. I didn't finish it because I didn't really like it again. So I don't think I liked it. But I kind of want to go back because I'm like, maybe I liked it more than this. But I think there's just too much stupid stuff even dumber than any of the other movies in that that I don't like. Um, because there's there's plenty of stupid stuff in The Lost World, but it's stupid fun. Yeah, you might be like, oh, she's spinning around with her doing her old gymnastic routine and she kicks a raptor through the thing. That's so stupid. This is just, what is this? I'm like, it's stupid, but it's fun. I like it. Um, plus, you have Jeff Goldblum. Get over Get over You have Jeff Goldblum, Vince Vaughn, Julie Ann Moore. Is that her name? I always forget her name. I always want to call her Julianne Margulies, but that is definitely not her. You have that Peter Stormare or whatever his name is who used to do the Volkswagen commercials and is great as a villainy type of person in so many movies. You have the guy who was leading that group who, you know, character actor. I like him, but I don't remember what the hell he's in and stuff like that. Great movie. Lost World is amazing. All you haters, just get out of here. Um, but yeah, that's all I've watched. And so, okay. <laughs> uh, I play some Awkward, which is a party game that really has... It sets it up as being this really funky cool this is going to be wild and crazy as it's it's building up this lore where you know this is a card game that was from the 1800s or whatever it was banned for over 100 years because it's so powerful makes people do things or this or that or whatever but we found this copy or whatever and blah 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 here you can play it now it's going to have questions that just they're so Oh, these are these are questions that you just can't you can't deal with them. They're they're too heavy. They're too crazy. They're too out there. Questions like you know, is pineapple on pizza okay? Yes or no? What do you prefer, strawberry ice cream or chocolate cake? Oh God! Oh no! Um, it's just really boring. I played it solo. Uh, I didn't mess around with any multiplayer, so. I didn't play it in a party sense, but I still can't imagine having much fun with it in a party type of uh, setup. I did mess around with the streaming options where you can play it by yourself, but then stream to either Mixer, YouTube, or Twitch. And 
then the audience can participate with you. Uh, I don't twitch a lot, so I don't have much of an audience. So that didn't really help me at all. But um, the way it works is that it's set up in three rounds, and you're asked these various questions. Um, should parents be allowed to take their children out of sex ed classes? Oh, 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 yes or no. And then you vote, and if you're playing by yourself, it gives you also the 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 thing the majority voted for and if you pick the one the majority voted for you get a, a female saying and i think she had a british accent one of th- seemingly three lines one is not even a line it's just like Ugh. it's it's like ah. uh, and then she'll either say cute or oh that's cute and that's it that's the only three that i think i ever heard and if you don't get uh, a match you know that's awkward, and then you just get like a, a a guy who comes on screen like the Mortal Kombat dude and it's like blah blah. I don't even think he said a word ever. I don't even think he said awkward. He's just like blah blah blah. Um, and then you you just do these rounds, and at the end of each round, they show you your conformity level, so how much you conform with the masses, and then the game <laughs> it's over after the final round, which is two questions, and it's just. Not all that fun or entertaining, especially compared to some of the games you have in the Jackbox Party or You Don't Know Jack, which I can't wait for it to come back. It just, it isn't, it isn't that fun in part because the questions aren't that interesting. You know, I wish there were more creative questions than, you know, strawberry ice cream or chocolate cake. And you know what? I was surprised that people picked strawberry ice cream. How could you pick that over chocolate cake? It's ridiculous. I would pick kinds of ice cream over chocolate cake. But strawberry ice cream, you know what? It's grown on me as I've gotten older. I appreciate it more. But chocolate cake is chocolate cake. It's chocolate cake. Pie is better than cake. We can all agree on that. Shut up. Cheesecake is pie. Shut up. <laughs> but the question's just... I don't. I don't remember a single question that I was like, oh... This is funny, or oh, I really have to think about this. There was no question that I was like, I have to either think about this, wow, this is really funny, this is clever, this is really, really dumb. It was just like, oh, this is super basic. These are the type of questions I get when I do Bing's daily quizzes to keep my streak going, so I get all those reward points, and then I can buy the gift cards. That's what they were. They were on the same level as those. Just basic-ass, basic questions. And they're only... They're, or over 5,000 questions, so maybe I just have horrible luck and I've gotten all the basic-ass questions and experienced none of the good ones. But um, after playing a handful of rounds, you know, I'll try doing some party modes and multiplayer, but I just don't think that'll be fun. Like I do like some of the different ways you can play and, and the way it's set up in the party and the, the group modes where you know you can play as duos of teams of two and you're trying to, you know, match with each other and whatnot, which can make it more interesting if you don't cheat. Uh, so it becomes sort of like the match game or whatever the hell that one thing was. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Awkward, which may be awkward for me to say. Yeah, it wasn't even funny. Then I played some Tour de France 2018, which is the biking game. And I've seen these games for years now. 
I own a few of them, I believe. Picked them on up on sale. I'm like, oh, this is six dollars. Of course, I'll buy this, and then I never play it. Uh, so this is the first one I've played. I think the tutorial is incredibly boring. It does tell you, it does give you a good amount of information, but I think sometimes the win parameters for completed and tutorial don't make a lot of sense, and the way the timer is working doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just like okay, when I speed up my rider to get to the finish line to complete this tutorial, then the timer's speeding up with me. How am I ever going to do this? And it just took me it took me way too many tries to complete a tutorial that in no way should have ever taken that many tries. Uh, that many tries. So that was frustrating. And at one point playing the tutorial, I almost, like, my, eyes, my eyelids were getting heavy. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep playing this. And it's the middle of the day. But then I got to the racing, and it's it's decent. I mean, I think anyone who's interested in this type of game is already going to... I, I don't see how a Tour de France game is going to bring in anyone who doesn't love cycling and isn't already super invested in the series and is already in love with it because it doesn't look all that great. And the thing that is really really just disturbing and I'm I don't know why they did this and I hate it so much and it's really creepy when you start any race is that there is only one face in the entire game and they just change the color of the skin I could be wrong but me looking at all the faces in the starting line and then when actually racing and moving the camera around they're all the same and it's so weird and so just disconcerting to see every single racer have the exact same face they don't even add facial hair or anything they're just super clean shaven white ass dudes and i don't even know if i saw any like maybe there aren't people of color who race in the tour de france i have no idea but i don't think i saw many or any people of color other than you know slightly tan um there's more variation in the crowds than in the actual uh, cyclists which is weird but i don't think there's that much variation either i'm pretty sure there may be like five different models in the audience and in the crowds so that is weird and makes us like oh, it's just weird to look at the, it's weird to look at the faces um, but gameplay wise, it's solid. You know, you, you, you cycle, I'm playing on Xbox One, you cycle with the right trigger, you just hold that. Then there are all these other options you can do. You, if you're right behind someone, you hold the X button and you'll just follow them and it allows you to not have to turn like you will automatically turn. It gives you a breather for yourself when you're playing and also allows your character to regain both stamina meters. They're like long distance one and their attack one which when you attack with the a button that's basically sprinting allows you to catch up but you will if you keep doing that for too long you will overdo yourself and start cycling very very slow for a period as you're regaining yourself you have your team commands where you can get people to you know tell this one to attack uh, tell these this group to do this um and you can change your racer. I don't think you can change it between any of them, but you can switch between them so that you can uh, build up an opening or what have you with another racer. 
Um, you know, break with the left trigger. But uh, the thing is, there's no way to do a quick race. So every race is incredibly long. There's no quick race in here. You can save at any time, which is nice. But you have to be aware that this is the Tour de France. And I think they have other tours, um, other long-distance races. But you are going to be racing for double-digit minutes. How many minutes? I don't know. Because I've never sat, yeah, you know, I just I just started playing it too. I'm, you know, I'm not that deep into it. So I'm going to mess around with the career mode and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think there's a career mode. But, like, I, only, I was only doing exhibition single races. Um, but the races are long. And they're going to take you a while. And they're not the most exciting. Because there are plenty of times where you're just like, okay, for however many miles, I am just going to be sticking with this group not attacking, keeping myself composed. Maybe I'll attack every now and again. For for the most part, I'm just going to be moving at a decent pace, not losing any uh, space, not losing any distance, but not gaining any either. I'm just going to be sticking here for a long time. And it's, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're a huge fan of cycling and all that i don't think you really have any other options and it's gameplay wise it's solid you know uh i was disappointed when the attack button was sprinting and not actually attacking I'm like is this actually like a, 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 a surprise uh a sleeper sequel to downhill domination can i throw water bottles at my fellow competitors and you know try to avoid being caught because that would be amazing but that wasn't the case Da, da, da. So yeah, that's just my dabbling in Tour de France 2018. But like I said, I I just can't imagine how Tour de France could ever get anyone who isn't already super invested in cycling and that area, uh, that environment, that fandom and whatnot. Uh, so I feel like the people who want the game are going to get it, and those who aren't interested are never going to be swayed. Um, at least, you know, me playing the game, it's not like, I was like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Uh, you know, it was like, yeah, this is decent, but, you know, I'll see if it is capable of changing my mind as I play more. My my guess is no. Uh, but yeah, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Uh, before I get into the plugs and all that crap, more anime reviews are up. There's one for Yotsiero Miori and uh, what is it? Kore Karikarikide. What is it? The one that uh, love is hard for an otaku. I forget what the first word is. Because that is the one that's not in English. What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, Otakui, love is hard for an otaku. Love is hard for an otaku. And that is... One of the surprise shows of the season. The first episode was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if this is going to stick with me. And then it turned out to be one of my favorites of the season in large part because it treats Ataku with respect and you know, uh, handles them in a way that I can relate to them and that they're believable and not just so over the top and ridiculous. So I really appreciate this uh, that show. And then also I will be having a review for Megalobox soon, sometime over the weekend, and I'm 
sure Tycoon Never Falls in Love is over, and I just need to watch it on my computer because it's a stupid iPad app. Every time I try to turn subtitles on because they're not defaulted on for some reason, it crashes the app because High Dive is a beta and an absolute mess still, which is really annoying because I'd like to watch that show because that's another, that's another one of the surprises. That and Watakui are the two surprises that I was like, I don't know about these at the beginning. And then I was like, oh, these are super delightful and pleasant. Um, but yeah, you can check those out on YouTube. And now back to plugging. Did I say who I was? Yeah, I'm going to do it again anyway. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my on list, Steam, Twitch, all the usual places, at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush 3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on streaming. Nope, I don't know what the hell I was doing there. Uh, they're both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the art I do by going over to pxsart.com and checking it out there. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs. And like I mentioned earlier, youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage for all your video needs like this podcast and the anime reviews and other such jazz. So... Thank y'all for watching. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.